Welcome to From Nothing to Profit, an entrepreneur's podcast. Today, I'm back with you with Aubrey Lauren, and we are on episode three of our Instagram series. Yeah, that's right. And today's topic, uh, I'm really excited about. It's so fun. We are going to be talking about Instagram for dating and family relationships. No, this is not a sermon, (laughs) but we have some great info for you. Yeah, absolutely. When we were talking about it, you know, I I have a lot of young people in my my life, uh, my kiddos and their friends. And so they're using Instagram for, you know, their friends and their their, uh, interactions with the opposite sex. (laughs) And so we were talking about that. But also, you know, I am a mom, you know, and so I have a mommogram just a little bit. And so, yeah, we've got some things to share with you about both. So Aubrey, do you want to start? Yeah, you know, I want to start out by saying I am single in my 20s and I'm in the dating world. And um, a few years ago, I feel like the dating apps were everything. You know, there's Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. um, And now the new main dating app is Instagram. Uh, The few people I've like been talking to in the past year or so, uh, I have met from Instagram, actually, not the They're dating They're sliding apps. into your DMs. They are <laughs> sliding, or maybe I'm sliding first. Oh, I don't knows? know. Who knows, right? <laughs> so I have some strong opinions, and I know a lot of my peers, um, and I talk about this kind of stuff. And if you're a millennial, this is where you need to be. But also, if you're a mom, you know, I think this kind of stuff is interesting. And Kaya has some really great perspective um, on what you can share and what you can't as a mom too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So let's do the whole dating, uh, relate, you know, like a relationship, like the, that relationship. And then let's talk about family. Does that sound good? Yeah. 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 I like that. Okay. Okay. So my first tip, if maybe you're dating, maybe you're not yet. Um, but don't post a significant other until you know it's permanent. I see so many people do this and it's uncomfortable because it's like, well, weren't you just with them? You know, at the beginning of a relationship, they're so excited to post and share. But until you really know this person's going to be in your life, just don't do it. Um, Because also it makes you unavailable to people. Uh, I know when I got out of a relationship, it took people like a year to understand I'm single. I could have like literally made a I'm single post and not everyone would see it. So just make sure this person is really who you want in your life before you're posting them on social media. Yeah. And you know, you think about it, we're not posting daily, you know, we're posting once a week or a couple of times a week. And so when someone goes and looks at your social media, it might be a couple months ago, but they don't know that, yeah. you know, it's, it's immediate to them and what you've got on right. there. And so, um, also, you know, I think being careful about posting, uh, people you're dating at all, because, then you have to archive them when you're not. And so you lose all those posts. Right. I was just (laughs) going to say that, you know, maybe you're single now. Um, This has been a funny topic topic amongst my friends and I, but it's like, at what point do you archive? And and how much do you archive? Even for high schoolers, right? You know, they may be dating someone, but then they also go to dances with them. A lot of them, you know, keep the dances, you know, or they, they take them off completely if they hate them. You know, there's so many like 
nuances to it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know for me, I was in a long time relationship. Um, and I struggled because it's like that, those were some of my favorite memories and to archive them. Oh, it was like a little gut punch. It was hard, but it was necessary for me to be able to start talking to new guys. And I had one guy say to me, if your ex is still on your Instagram, you're not over him. So I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> that was an eye opener. I didn't want to talk to him either after that. Mm. I don't like that blunt of uh, <laughs> criticism. But it did make you think, right? It did make me think. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, number two, this is a common theme that we've been talking about in this series. Show who you really are and not just who you aspire to be, especially for you ladies don't look like somebody you're not because my guy friends talk about that and they don't love it. So, um, do you mean like, don't Photoshop yourself into in, someone else? Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I feel like Inst Instagram is an aspirational, uh, social media, you know, where yeah. some of them are more real, but you're not saying don't photograph yourself in a cool place or doing something cool. Like you can, you can do that. You yeah. can show something that's aspirational. That's exciting. That's, that's mm -hmm. cool. But you're saying don't, don't make yourself into something you're not by using apps and things like that. Yeah. Okay. And completely changing your body. I'm not a fan of the catfishing thing. I'm sure most of you who have been through it aren't a fan either. Don't catfish. Nobody likes that. And so what you mean by catfish is, uh, you know, because some people might not know. Oh, my goodness. You know, yeah, you think yeah, about yeah. it. I mean, not everyone, you know, like if you're in your 20s, you probably know what catfishing is. But you're saying don't, uh, you know, put yourself if I were going to Photoshop myself until I looked 16, which isn't hard these days. It's not. It's really not. And to make myself look 30 or 40 pounds lighter that's not, that's weird. Right. Yeah. And when yeah. people see you, they're like, Oh, you don't like yourself, you know? Yeah. And you lost their trust. It's automatically not going to work out. So mm -hmm. if you want a real shot with somebody and we're talking Instagram, be you be authentic, um, and show who you really are. <laughs> and if you want those things to change about yourself, you know, you obviously can't change everything about yourself, but if you want those things to change, you need to like really change them yeah. like physically. Uh, and you know, like you said, if they don't see who you really are, then they're not going to like who you really are in a long term. And so you're talking not like getting dates or getting people to, to think you're cool or to, but you're talking about like actually creating a true relationship through your social media, yeah. right? Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's yeah. different. That's really different. And we know we've already talked about, uh, you know, using your social media for business and how you have to show people who you are and to really connect to them. We've talked about social media for getting your job, getting your dream job, or, you know, getting your, uh, uh, creating your dream job. And so they all kind of follow in that you're, you can use social media to create real, the real world life you want. For sure. Yeah. 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 And I think, um, showing interesting things and, uh, the things you love, like that's all great and good too, but just look like yourself while you do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So, oh, this is really getting into the nitty gritty. <laughs> <laughs> My third point, say something interesting. If you're going to slide, 
And okay. what I mean by sly. Yes, thank you. This is lingo uh, that we use. It means to direct message. Also, uh, DM is short for direct message somebody. So we say slide into their DMs. Like that's a common phrase. Um, just say something kind and interesting if you're going to slide. Um, some of my favorite examples, uh, I had this one guy message me. And he said, Aubrey, marry me and have my babies. Now, I know that sounds really strong and this doesn't work for anyone. But after getting tons of messages, just doesn't work saying, for anyone or doesn't work for everyone. It doesn't work for everyone. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, I just, <laughs> just no, clarifying because I you. think you're taking that somewhere else. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it doesn't work for everybody. But after like going through DMs and having message after message saying, hi, what's up? You're beautiful. Like, what you're giving me nothing interesting to respond to and it's not really showing personality so when this guy said it and then I looked at his profile and he was super cute and seemed really normal and he was in my city what do you think I did I I responded I said considering it and then it started a whole conversation from there and we hung out it was great it didn't work out we weren't looking for the same things but it was a good, funny kind of starting point. Um, so I think using a little like tongue in cheek uh, or like being sarcastic or silly. A little bit playful. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And not just, I have some people be like, uh, can I take you on a date? And it's like, we don't have anything. Like, I don't even, we haven't even started a conversation. So start a conversation first and maybe be a little playful. Yeah, it's just like if someone were interested in a job, if they said, can I have a job? Instead of saying, here's who I am, what I'm doing, you're essentially, you know, wanting to create a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, creating relationships online is, those are real. They can be, they can be as real as anything else. Yeah. Yeah. One of my best guy friends right now, we met through social media and um, have been still hanging out. Now, literally, he's become such a good friend. So you never know when these relationships turn into friendships. Yeah. Yeah. And I have good girlfriends. (laughs) No, no, no. I have friends of all, of all types, but you know, like I have lots of really close photographer friends that I communicate with that I know mainly just from online too. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, okay. So you have two more in your list. Okay. So tips for dating on the gram. (laughs) Okay. So, um, maybe you're a female and you're not comfortable with uh, DMing first, although go for it. That's what I have to say about that. I have my friends ask often, can I slide first? Can I message him? What do we have to lose? We don't, we don't. So some of my favorite people I've met, I initiated the conversation. Um, I messaged someone this morning. I told him I really enjoyed following him and asked if he would ever be in Kansas city. So there, there you, you go. go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but play the liking game first, like the liking each of each other's images first. So go to their profile. Don't like their most recent image, but go back a little bit. This tells them that you're looking at their profile and then um, double tap a few images. So maybe three different images that aren't all next to each other. And this is funny because... I learned this tactic from one of my friends that is dating an NFL player right now. And I said to her, I was like, how he's kind of a high profile NFL player. And I said, how did you 
get him how did how did this happen and she goes ah I played the liking game on Instagram and she said I went back through his images and I I liked images that weren't of him playing like the sport you know I I liked his everyday photos and she's like and one of them I went far back not far enough back that it was his high school image so it came up in his notifications because it was just so far back and then he started doing it to her he started liking a few of her images and that's kind of how it evolves it goes back and forth a few times and then until one of you slides and messages this is like a common way to start interacting um so if you're a female and maybe you don't want to message first start liking their images um, and see if they like back. And that'll tell you if they're interested or not. And also save you a little bit um, of putting yourself out there because I know it's hard to be vulnerable and see if they're interested. Um, but this is a way to be able to probably be able to figure it out without having to actually ask if they're interested. Yeah, that's interesting. Because, uh, you know, I've had people who've gone uh, just, you know, random people, this is not a dating thing, but have gone and liked 50 images. Oh my gosh, they're your fangirl. You, is that a good thing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because I'm always like, are they weird or are they? Yeah. So, so if a guy supporting went, you. If a guy went and liked 50 of your images, would you like that? Or would you be like, oh, that's too much for dating. Mm -hmm. I would assume that they're trying to support me. I would assume it's maybe more business. And I wouldn't be surprised if a DM followed right after being like, hey, cool account. Are good. I'm so it's it's like this whole other world because we kind of use parts of it, you know, in our businesses yeah. and that type of thing. But yeah, this is fun. <laughs> um, okay, so make sure you have um, lots of different pictures of you doing different things that show your interests, but also that you have your highlights on your Instagram. If somebody is thinking about um, messaging you on Instagram to potentially talk to you or you're trying to get someone's attention, they're not interested in interacting with somebody they can't tell who they are or, or someone they don't know at all. Like if you only have three images, they're going to be like, well, this tells me nothing about them. So essentially you're making your Instagram a dating profile. Um, one of my guy friends on his bio said, go ahead, stalk away. We all know this is a dating profile. So like that's his bio. And so he was intentionally taking images to post so that girls could know who he was because he was using Instagram just to find girls. Um, so I like to have highlights um, showing all the different sides of my life. Like I love to cook. So I have a cooking highlight and I have a highlight that's called day to day. And it really shows you what a day in my life is like. And then I have one that says on the job. Um, you know, I have one that has um, my different traveling pictures. This just piques their interest and shows them that you're, if they did ask you out, you're not going to be boring. They're not going to have nothing to talk to you about. And oftentimes when they message me, if it's somebody like who knows what's up, they message me in response to something I've posted. So maybe I was just on a trip and they'll be like, hey, how was you know, going to Florida or did you try this place while you're there? Or they send me recommendations. It's just an easy end in for them. So look interesting. Um, post, make sure you have plenty of posts. Make sure you at least have 20 posts and utilize the highlights. 
Cool. So uh, just to clarify a few things, because that was really great. Highlights are at the bottom of the profile. Uh, and After the bio. Yeah, after the bio, but before all of your feed posts. And they are your stories. Yes. And so you can, you can do, put them in a highlight as you go, or you can go back and add them, subtract them later. Yeah. And so like on my personal account, my highlights are like a year old. So I need to go in oh, and you need to update edit them. them. Yeah, yeah. I need to edit them. We talked about that the other day and I just haven't done it. But uh, also the thing about highlights and stories is that that shows who you are. Yeah. And so if you're, uh, if your, your feed is static, you know, it's typically going to be photos unless you're posting reels or videos, but most people are posting photos for a lot of their feed Uh that's static. And so you can learn so much more in a story or a highlight with body language and you can see what someone really truly looks like because it's pretty hard to, you know, edit the video unless you're using a video editing app and those are, you can kind of tell. So yeah. 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 And I also wanted to put a little plug for those of you that Maybe you're just really content being single or maybe you just got married and you're or maybe you're 50 and have been married 25 years and you're working on um, finding friendships and companionship. There's a place on Instagram for that, too. And I have met girlfriends like friends, platonic friends on Instagram and um, we started out just liking and commenting and supporting each other and then started messaging and then started hanging out so there's a place for that too and um, I think that we use Instagram the same way you know we want to see if they're interesting what they're interested in what books they read Um, I know there's also a cool app uh, Bumble and BFF so you can actually use Bumble now to find platonic friends and I think that's really cool so but you could also use Instagram um, but yeah that's just a little plug for those of you that maybe are in a little bit different phase of life on the in-between phase yeah and I think really everyone could use more friends I feel like everyone everyone I talked to and I hadn't really thought about it that way but you know some of the people that I've talked to just recently that are like I need more friends I need more people to hang out with you know, I could say, use your social media to be an interesting person. Yeah. (laughs) You know, truly, but but use your social media to be likable. Because truly, if you're not just looking to pick up people, you know, if you're looking for a dating relationship, you want to be likable and you're going to be likable to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So switching over to the mom Instagram. You called it the mamagram on our notes. I think that's really cute. I haven't heard that before. Have you heard that? No, no. I've coined something, trademark mamagram. So, uh, you know, I've used Instagram a lot of different ways. It's been out for how many years? Is it 10 years? I think around 13, 13 years. So my husband was a pretty early adopter of Instagram. And so he was super into it, very much doing all the filters and all of that. And so we started using Instagram pretty early and I used it primarily for kind of, actually I kind of did both business and personal on the Instagram and posting what was going on in my life. And uh, there wasn't really any of the other parts. There was no video, you know, all those type of things. And so, um, I, uh, I've kind of gone through both. Now I don't really use Instagram as just my family. You know, I kind of do a mix because I feel like my personal Instagram is something for, for my clients as much as anything. And I I think we talked about this in the last podcast about using Instagram to create your dream job and not being, not getting your feelings hurt. For me, 
I'm not trying to be the perfect mom. You know, I'm not trying to show this perfect life and um, set myself at this, you know, thing. And so I think when I'm looking at my Instagram, even when I share personal things as a way to uh, help my business, it helps me not get my feelings in the way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And so, okay. Number one for moms is be aware of your followers and what they'll see. So I actually am pretty careful about posting my kids birthday posts on a different day than their birthday. I know that seems weird. Yeah. Yeah. I I know that kind of seems weird. I have, I've done it some, I have one kiddo that's a Halloween birthday. And so it's just uh, inevitable that hers is hers is about Halloween. So, you know, her birthday, but yeah, just right from the very beginning, I felt a little bit nervous about that. And so I didn't post that. And I think as a parent, I've learned this in every area, but definitely if you're uncomfortable, don't do it. Like mm-hmm. if you feel like it's, and it may be even in your dating life, if you're yeah, uncomfortable, I think that's super. Yeah. Yeah. Don't post it. It doesn't need to go out there. You don't have to feel like you're making anyone happy or do, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. I didn't post on, uh, international daughter's day and international son's day this year. And it was fine. Life went on. It wasn't a big deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But don't feel like you have to post it. The other thing I'm careful about is, um, like addresses, and so I don't know about you, but you don't post like where you live on your social uh, media. Yeah. I've Otherwise issues with that. <laughs> you'd be getting some serious stalkers, but, um, yeah, I don't post our like front door address and our social media, um, uh, because I have a lot of followers just be, you know, not a lot, but it's not, I'm a public account. I have a lot of business going on with it. And so I don't necessarily post, you know, locations. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember, but like last fall, I got myself into a situation where I was talking in one of my stories and you could put two to two and two together about where I live. And someone actually did that and started sending me messages that were just super inappropriate about going through the trash and just nasty but it is so easy for people to figure that out if they want to and there are so many creepy people out there especially if you're public and you can't monitor who else following you and you know you use hashtags to get followers you just never know so I just wanted to jump on that and say yeah be careful yeah yeah and I think you know as a if you're posting just about your family life I think it's perfectly fine to be private yeah you know be aware like just like we talked about at the beginning when we talked about your relationship uh is knowing who you really are and who you aspire to be if if you're a mom that wants to be an influencer totally different situation. But if you're a mom that just wants to post about your family, then you don't have to worry about how many likes and follows you get and just, just figure out who's following you and get rid of the rest. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's okay. Uh, so also I think it's, it's important to think, will your kids find out and be mad at you? So when Instagram started, my oldest was eight and now she's 22 or I don't know, she was nine. And so the things that I felt comfortable posting then, uh, she might not want them on the social media now. Yeah. And you might have to go back and archive some things. Yeah. Yeah. But really thinking about who they are, you know, my husband's a pastor. And so a lot of times pastors will use stories about their kids in their uh, sermons. Yeah. And I know a friend who says, uh, that he, uh, I don't know if he, he gives his kids some kind of like gift every time he does it or, you know, like so that they're not mad that he's, but he always talks to them and gets their uh, permission before he posts something. 
And That's so, good. yeah, yeah. So, you know, my kiddos have, I were a photography studio. They've been the models from the first moment that they were photographed. And so I think that's a little bit different because yeah. it's like a professional f- photo, but posting things that are embarrassing, things that tell a funny story about them. I think you have to be really careful and think about that. Yeah. And maybe you don't have kids. Think about if your parents are following you. Do you really want them to see everything you're posting? I remember one day I posted something like a couple years ago and I get a call from my dad. Oh no. I know. And he goes, honey, I think you just posted something you didn't you didn't mean to. I think something accidentally went up online. Oh, that's so sweet. It was so sweet. And it really wasn't inappropriate. He just uh like it he just said my face and he's like, Oh, that's a pretty, um, seductive face. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Oh dad. no. <laughs> uh, like I was pretty serious at the camera and that's what offended my dad. So, uh, bless his heart. I love him to death. He's super conservative and that's okay. But think about what's gonna, what's worth it, uh, with your family relationships in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I have a couple more uh, things for you guys about mammograms. So I actually love, uh, from the, when I was doing my Instagram only as a family Instagram I made books from those and I have I have mom friends that do that so they just post and go this post is for the book this post is for the oh, book. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. So they just, they're just using it as a journal. And it's so hard to get pictures printed. And I know that they aren't archival. They aren't perfect. But I have stacks of books from when, you know, one oh. kid, the youngest was four until he was like 10, you know. And cute. so, uh, yeah, that was really worth it. So if you're thinking, trying to figure out what to do with your Instagram, using it as an online journal that you can print later, super fun, super yeah. cute. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, also thinking about, I guess this kind of goes along with it. What's your goal? Are you sharing this with family? Uh, you know, I, my, uh, mother-in-law, stepmother-in-law who passed away was she's just a wonderful person. And my mother-in-law is a wonderful person. It's, I, I hit the jackpot there, Aww. but she was someone, uh, she lived far away and I would always think about her. Like she was kind of who I posted for, you know how they say that when you like write, you kind of write to a certain person yeah. or when you're speaking, you think about that one person. Uh-huh. She was kind of my one person when I was posting for family, you know, Aww. to kind of let her in on the story. Uh, but yeah, I think if you're thinking about, are you sharing with family? Are you making albums? Are you building an influencer biz? You know, I think, this really just applies to everything in life. You know, if you're going to do it, what's your goal and be intentional about it. Yeah. You know? Okay. And then the last one for a mammogram, it's okay to check out. We've talked about consistency on the, you know, doing it for your family, for Instagramming, even for a dating relationship, I think, or if you're Instagramming for your business, but as a mammogram, checking out, taking the pressure off. You have so many more things that are important in your life or a, a datagram, you know, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> a familyogram, whatever it is. If you're not using your social media to, uh, for a business or if, you know, for some certain specific reason, you don't have to worry about consistency. Yeah. You just yeah. have to worry about keeping your brain right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. You guys are lucky. We're going to add a little segment in. So it is fall right now. I don't know when you're listening to this, but one of the things that Aubrey and I sit at our computers and talk about, and 
that's kind of what we were thinking this podcast could be is like, what kind of stuff do we like to talk about? What do we like to think about? Uh, I don't know if we, we think we're super interesting, (laughs) (laughs) but it's free in reality. I love to hear what she has to say about these things. And when I'm listening to other podcasts, I love that. So one of the things we like to talk about is what we're going to do that season, you know, Mm -hmm. what, what, what's coming up, what places we like want to go out to eat or what we're going to do with our family. And so Aubrey is like the queen of making lists. I am a list keeper. Yeah. So you can call it a fall bucket list. It's not mean, doesn't mean anyone's going to pass away at any point, but, um, so do you have a fall bucket list? Do you have places or things? I have some things that I, um, have on my list and I, I have this love hate relationship with cheesy fall things. It's like they're sentimental. This year I was trying to think outside of the box. Like what do I want to do to um, embrace the season? But that is different. And uh, one thing I did in high school that I really miss is like an adult corn maze. And we have one like outside of the city, like 45 minutes. It is literally like, I don't, I can't remember how long it is, like a mile or two total. Like it doesn't take that long to get through it if you're good at mazes. Um, but you actually have to like climb up into tree houses to overlook, to try to figure out how to get out. You can use a map or not if you have kids, but it's like a legit massive corn maze. Um, and they have like a bonfire outside of it and you have to take a hayride to even get to it. Like this is the most like fall thing ever. So this year I am already recruiting some friends to go do that. And um, I'm sure we will wear all of our plaid and be super bundled in our cute clothes. But um, yeah, that's my kind of different thing I want to do this fall. That's really fun. Yeah, I, I definitely, I think it's hard because it's been so warm. Today it's 80 degrees and it's, yeah. it's already fall, but tomorrow it's going to be 59 for the high. So that will yeah, help. That will help. Will. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, for my fall bucket list, uh, I have high schoolers and they are in the thick of soccer. So I love it. I love attending, watching what they're doing, my high school boys. And then my birthday is during the fall and my oldest birthday is in the fall, my husband's birthday. And so we do have a lot of birthdays, which is really fun. I love that. So those are things that I always do. Certainly not bucket lists, but, um, my husband and I, uh, are getting to a point where everyone's drive, almost driving themselves. Everyone's going places. And so I, I just want to go on some dates. Yes. And Aubrey's always a great suggester of places to go out. And so, uh, yeah, I, I bought a lot of like date outfits. I've been wearing some of them on the podcast. You if have, you watch. You yeah. Yeah. So I don't look like I'm just like an overall wearer. I um literally, I had this, my top that I'm wearing right now paired with overalls as a possibility today, but overalls are not sexy. <laughs> I mean, unless that's all you have on. Oh man! But that you can't go out, no. out on a date with that. And so, uh, yeah, I just I really want to go out and just be a grown up and uh, go do things with the two of us or with friends. So yeah, those are my goals. Yeah, and I think fall's a great time for that. Uh, you know, they call it cuffing season for a reason because you want to be warm and cozy. And so this is date season. So mm. I love it. Yay. I love it. Yeah. Um, another thing that I do in the fall is I have actually like a food list of things I make Ooh. for each season. Yeah. So, um, I have just started executing my fall baking and cooking. Actually, I'm well into it. I've already made, um, pumpkin muffins, um, a pumpkin bread. I've made some, um, 
different caramel things. But last yesterday, I actually made pumpkin ravioli um, with mushrooms and sage. And then last week, my brother and I did like a Hasselback um, squash with sage and bacon cooked into mm, it. And then bacon. a cream fresh cream French cream fresh. I don't know yeah, how to say how, it. I know. Yeah. I always say it wrong. Um, drizzled on top. Oh, my goodness, guys. I think I might have to put that recipe in the show notes. It's my absolute favorite. And I've made chili and cornbread. So we're hardly into fall. And obviously, I have executed a lot of fall and um, yeah, fall baking and cooking. So it's a great way to feel like you're in the season. That is so funny. I never thought about it, but I've already, I like, I have, I, I'm wait, I wait, wait for fall to make chili to make apple cake with yeah. a brown sugar glaze. I've already made those. Uh, and then... Oh, you just made that pumpkin bread with the I glaze. know, I know. Well, oh, yeah, I went out to eat at a place called Westside Local. And we ordered pumpkin bread with maple glaze. And they came out hot on a bread, uh, on a wooden board with like... Uh, green stuff on it. I don't know. It was so amazing. So I tried to make that at home and it was all eaten before I got back home. You know, I brought the one piece here. It was, I had, I made two, two loaves already gone. And then uh, I just love soup. So any kind of soup and I just made a Thai soup. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Any other fall bucket lists? No. Oh, I like darker hair in the fall. (laughs) Guys, this is so funny. (laughs) That's funny. I'm actually like just texted my stylist this morning. I'm like, okay, when can I get in? I need darker hair. So yeah. Yeah. Well, you're ready for a change. This is definitely my favorite season. It's not just because it's my birthday. Uh, this during the season, I turned 48 and I made up, I was like laying in bed in the morning before I got on anything on social media. And I was making, made a poem like 48. Isn't it great? This is not too late, <laughs> but I forgot it now anyway. Um, but yeah, I love this season and uh, I'm just ready to wear coats, you yeah. know, bundle up. I could definitely bundle all, all the time, <laughs> very warm <laughs> boots and coats. So you guys, it was so nice to share all of this Instagram information with you. Yeah. And we totally understand that, um, this is a three part series and not all of it is applicable to every single one of you. Um, but I think everybody could get something from each of them. So we invite you to listen and hopefully you learn something new and um, let us know what you want to hear about next. Yeah, yeah. DM us with any questions. Uh, We'd love to know your fall bucket list. If there's anything that you have suggestions for us, we'd love to hear that. Like, comment, subscribe, give a rating, anything that you can do to help us out. We would love it. Totally appreciate it. And we'll see you next week.